You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Round Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, I don't have no AKAs for today. Y'all know where to find me. And I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. I, too, do not have an AKA for today because we're going to get into it. Um, these shows have been messy. But before we do, one of our good, good listeners, a great supporter, El Monique, she wants us to know and she wants y'all to know that she is having a Father's Day special, uh, special, which includes a full body massage, a foot scrub, and a scalp massage. It's $130, and her travel fee is included. So if you are in the Atlanta area or a little bit outside of the area and you want her to come to you, you want to get your man right, his back tense because you've been getting on his nerves, um, them kids is bad, and they've been getting <laughs> on his nerves, and he deserves a day to be pampered. This is the special for you. Always the consummate professional L is. Never forget it. She has taken on some pretty high-profile clients, even um, somebody very close to Phaedra, or maybe Phaedra herself. I don't remember, but she, um, yeah, she she does what she does, and she does it very well as a massage therapist. And so Father's Day is just right around the corner. Um, I'm going to say what, June 19th? Yes, June 19th, two weeks from mm. today. Um, take care of those great dads, okay? Take care of those great dads. Take care of those dads who are in the trenches, who are hands-on parenting, who are parenting from a place of love and not a place of ego, who help out, who know their kids, know their kids' pediatrician, know their kids' birthdays, and so on. Because a lot, it's a lot of dads who is they end up being an additional child in the household. <laughs> but to the ones that's not, that you can parent with and parent in a way that is healthy for the kids, get that man a massage from our, our girl, El Monique. Now, go ahead. You won't regret yeah. it? No. Got that out the way. There is no Real Housewives of Atlanta today. But in Ratchet News, two things have happened. Um, I know y'all heard about T.I. and Tiny Sons uh, King threatening to pull out a gun and pistol whip a worker at Waffle House over some pickles. And what I just want to say is T.I. as a nigga in them streets you should be teaching your son better than that because it's motherfuckers in these streets who even if you mention gunplay to them, they will kill you first. It is, it is got or get got. Well, the, the issue with that there, my friend is that you, you can't uh, teach, you can't teach your son street nigga code when you're not a real street nigga yourself. Oops. Well, because of, uh, um, you know, the 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 late and great uh, rest in peace, Charlotte Low, kind of uh, ain't even no kind of uh, pretty much exposed that man for being uh for being not what he says he is, and also Ti is the police. That's that's also <laughs> like he is definitely uh 
a CIA agent. Him and goddamn between him and Killer Mike. <laughs> between him and Killer Mike, uh, uh them. Well, since your uh, ain't gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Don't play like that. Don't talk like that. When you start talking gunplay, don't pull it out. Them's your only options. But furthermore, if the police were called up to there because you threatened to pull out a gun and unleash any type of violence on somebody, what do you think the police would do when they get there? Mm. You would have been another hashtag. Also, T.I. It is. I'm just it's proven that law enforcement likes to turn us into hashtags. So with that information, why aren't you teaching your, your children to move differently? And sadly, we shouldn't have to, but we have to. We have to teach our difference about teach our kids the difference in how the police handle us and the police handle everybody else. We don't get the benefit of the doubt. If well, they think you got a gun, you good as dead in the police eyes if you black. Well, well, one, you know, I said it as a joke, but also it's honestly very true uh, that uh, T.I. is uh, Clifford. Uh, he, he the police. And then not on, on top of that, uh, more attention, uh, in my opinion, like what was getting me was that what kind of barbarian ass parent do you have to be to teach your child to talk to service workers like that that's the other part service workers don't make nearly enough money to have no motherfucking threatening gun violence against them over some motherfucking dill pickles if you was that mad at at how your order was mishandled ask to speak to the manager if the manager ain't available don't go to that location no more period but ain't no way in the fuck you think it is okay to escalate a situation to that level over food. You ain't catch nobody spitting in your food. You ain't catch nobody putting nothing crazy in your food. We talking about an altercation over some fucking pickles. And as my friend said, service workers are not paid enough to deal with spoiled, entitled celebrity children who don't have no fucking common sense. Correct. And there's street niggas out here. If you think every motherfucker working in Waffle House is somebody's lane, I feel like a good majority of the cooks at Waffle House is, is out on parole myself. <laughs> That's why the food be good. And you playing in the wrong person face and you start talking about gunplay and they will they will take your life. He wasn't at the right Waffle House because because uh, uh, the, at the right Waffle House, somebody would have put some somebody would have pulled out a gun in that uh, from their purse. Somebody would have did something, but I, I just, it should never be that deep. And then for T.I. to get his crusty, dusty, musty, bloated ass on, on Instagram live, talk about why is this making news? Why y'all don't talk about my son being on the honor roll? How the fuck would we know your son's grades in, unless you tell us? How would we know that, Clifford? How do we know that little King Harris is making straight A's and B's? Why would I mean, we know that? I mean, not uh, and even to add on to that, who gives a fuck? Not even being funny, who gives a fuck that he makes? I mean, I do give a fuck about black kids excelling academically because that is a big deal. 
Because so many of us are put in positions where we can't excel academically. But why? who would know that other than them? We don't have access to this little nigga's academic records. We not friends with the principal. We don't know who his motherfucking guidance counselor is down to the school. That's private information. You can't even give it out to nobody but his guardians and him. But you going into a public place making a fucking spectacle of yourself and people recording it in the age of social media, of course it's going to be talked about, you dipshit. Let's talk about you and, T- and you and Tiny looking dirty. That's you motherfuckers thought. don't look like y'all have taken nan bath in nan month. Let's talk about the fact that y'all still predators to just because that don't. Just because that case got dropped, it only got dropped because the statute of limitations was up, was up, not because y'all were found innocent. Let's talk about that. Hello? I just... I want us to do better. When we talk about doing better by our own people, uh, this is an instance where we should do better and where T.I. shouldn't have trivialized this situation because this could have been real detrimental to all parties involved. And it wasn't that deep. And yes, I too like for my order to be proper when I go sit down somewhere and eat, but I am not going to threaten to pistol whip a service worker over no fucking pickles. Prayers down. That's all Always prayers down. down to them. Um, also they genetics don't like each other when it comes to some of them kids. I'm gonna be the one to say it, but sometimes they genetics look like they've been fighting in the club. Um also um real housewives of Atlanta retiree Nene Leaks is being sued by the wife of her current boy toy for interfering in their marriage. And Nene, you are going out sad. Let me I that is hilarious just the concept you could sue somebody for fucking on your husband or wife that is hysterical it's hilarious but i think it's one of them things where i'm not mad when people do it because if a marriage is to end it will end but god damn go let the motherfucker get through the divorce Nene said that divorce did keep them whole sick (laughs) divorce did gonna keep her sued (laughs) <laughs> we saw we saw this also happen with Fantasia where the ex-wife of the guy she was messing with at the time I don't know if this is the same man that she's currently married to but he sued she sued her ass I almost said something extremely fucked up <laughs> we'll say it nigga <laughs> 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 you, know, you know how pissed off you got to be to sue Fantasia knowing damn well she can't read the country. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got to be able to read it as long as her lawyer can. <laughs> you, Fantasia ain't the only illiterate motherfucker in, the, in this world that's famous. <laughs> she, 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 Fantasia said, I might be illiterate, but I ain't too lit, lit to lit that dick. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better stay away from people's spouses. Let that let that ink drown them divorce decrees and, and then go hop on the baloney pony. But the motherfucker don't have more than you and they looking for a come up and you a, a, a easy lick. 
Lanethia just being weird, period, right now. Maybe she in her her whole phase. I don't know. But which, God, imagine, which that's kind of sad, honestly, being your whole phase of your big ass age. <laughs> it just just in your big ass age, not having healthy relationships. How healthy can a relationship be with you fucking on somebody that's married to somebody else? Mm-hmm. And also, like imagine, I know it's we okay. joke a lot, but that's a real question. How happy, how healthy? Can a relationship be if you fucking on somebody else's spouse? It ain't. Yeah, I, and then also, like the spouse itself. Like, imagine getting your mistress or your 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 side nigga sued. Listen, you try. You just try to get your rocks off. Now they in. Now they in, le- in legal litigation and shit. <laughs> exactly. Dumb. So not only do not only are you uh not only do you have to maintain two relationships, one of them is is literally like legally binded and shit. Now actually both of them because you're legally married and now you your uh your spouse is legally suing your your side piece. So now all of y'all in court for different reasons. Like that's too much. That's too much. Too much chaos. Way too yeah. much. But with that said, we're gonna hop into our shows. We're gonna get into VH1's couples retreat. I, I want Nick Young to get his adenoids removed. Damn. <laughs> because why do you always sound like Big Mama? Why are you always breathing? You talking th- with your mouth and it just, see, I don't know why she always got to be arguing this shit. Why do you always sound congested? Yeah. Get your sinuses sound- together. Go see your ENT. He sound he sound like uh he sound like what I remember that Mucinex commercial. Yeah, he's that that he sounds like what I imagine those 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 germs would sound like. He just always sound congested. Another thing is leave that beautiful black woman that you share those children with. Let her go find some real love, cause it's not you, cause you too selfish. Real love. You too selfish. You are selfish as fuck. And everything that she wants to do and be, you have an issue with it. And when she she tries to talk to you about it, you make a joke out of it. Leave that woman alone. You don't want to be with her. She is just, you know that she will be there for you. Yeah, she deserves to be with a grown, she deserves to be with a grown ass man that doesn't call himself Swaggy P. I don't care about his nickname at all like i don't care niggas from the hood got dumb nicknames all day long moop man man <laughs> you know niggas that we just black blackness if you from the hood it include a fucking a nickname that only motherfuckers that know you can call you so i don't even care he call himself swaggy p i just he's not a good partner he's not a good partner and he doesn't do good with the parenting of their children and I feel like you're too old for that. You're too old to not know your kids' routine, their their daily routines. What it what entails you getting them up, getting them ready for school, what their wind down routine looks like at night. When are they doing homework? Like I feel like if you are somebody who has made as many kids as he has made, you should be more hands-on, especially as a retired pro athlete. Who was honestly let, retired let, while he was playing. Hello. You made all that money and wasn't all that great. Let that girl go to school 
and embark on her dreams and her passions because let's be honest, you lived yours. You got an NBA championship and didn't do shit really. <laughs> right? Nigga made one three in that whole finals. One. So if you can get if you can reach the highest achievement possible in your career for being absolutely fucking mediocre. And that's being kind. That girl can go to school, get her degree and do, do what she wants to do. Go back to the snow walker you had. <laughs> hey, what's that name we heard for white people the other day? Ghost cricket. Go back to that ghost cricket. <laughs> ghost cricket. <laughs> Take Holy your ass shit, back to that Australian it. ghost cricket and find you <laughs> and let that woman find some love. That is hilarious. <laughs> ghost cricket. What a, I shouldn't be enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it because she's a terrible person. Oh, she is a terrible human being. She has made some very ugly statements about um, marginalized communities, even at the expense of her own blackness. I am enjoying the fact that that man does not like just hilarious for real. He right. is here for a come up. Yeah, that man, nobody, no, listen, nobody. Him. Yeah, I don't love her. I don't love her. I don't. I mean, she cool. I don't love her. Like he goes out of his way. To let everybody at the retreat know he do not love just hilarious. She, she nobody him just annoying. He do not love that girl. He knows things about her. And also, I want. <sighs> I want people to, I want niggas, I want black people to stop letting the love languages have them in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, I have done the love language test. We have talked about it, but we have to be honest that there are love languages that are probably not covered. They cover the, the most common ones. But as a whole, the love languages quiz keeps people in a fucking chokehold. It really do. Niggas, niggas being gender inclusive here. Niggas love a love, love language quiz. Like, because I, in my honest opinion, I feel like a love language to be time alone. Somebody that allows you to have time alone to work through your thoughts and your feelings. Mm -hmm. Not somebody yeah. that's constantly griping. What's you, what's wrong? What you thinking? What's on your mind? What's wrong? And talk also, to me. Talk to me. I want to talk. Let's talk about sometimes people need time alone to flesh out their thoughts and feelings on certain situations and then come back to the table and have a discussion. And to piggyback off that, I feel like, like I get like the intent, you know, of the love language quiz and the love languages, you know, the, the, the you know, the top five that people always talk about, but I feel like, and I might be off on this, but this is just my feeling that love is such a broad, like spectrum that narrowing it down to just a few certain things is kind of, doing love in itself a disservice. Yeah. Like, even, you know, I don't know if it was just Hilarious Boyfriend or Claudia Jordan's boyfriend, but somebody said it was like, I don't see my love languages represented here. Yeah. 
because it's too broad of a spectrum and it's it's too broad of a spectrum with like endless possibilities because like it's a million more than a million motherfuckers on this planet like everybody ain't gonna love the exact same you know absolutely now what should be talked about is does your love language and your partner's love language lend itself to y'all being able to have a healthy and happy relationship that should be the talking point and in their case no no it it doesn't seem like it i also do not feel sorry for claudia jordan and her boyfriend um when aj johnson asked are you physically attracted to claudia jordan and he was like no i'm not and she talked about ooh, that hurt me i don't know why because as a whole, you can't sit up here, and this is to AJ Johnson, you can't sit up here and talk all about emotional connections and connecting and then think motherfuckers just connect physically just because if the emotional connection is down bad, if the intimacy is down bad, then of course the, the attraction and the, and the desire to be intimate is going to be down bad too. Claudia and that man just are not in a good headspace with each other in a relationship. And the way that Claudia Jordan talks to him, I absolutely understand why he's turned off from her. Right. You're not going, you're not going to want to suck somebody's pussy and they're talking to you like, like you are less, like less than human. Period. Like, it's just not going to happen like that, Captain. I'm sorry. So I understand which in that, imagine somebody with them bad feet talking to you crazy. Oh my god, boy! <laughs> like, like the, the like the minute Claudia would say something out of line, I'll be like, "Girl, when the last time you seen got a <laughs> got them toes done?" Because, <laughs> girl, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but no, like I, I, I get it. I get it. And I'm not saying that Claudia can't have uh, issues or gripes with the way that he moves, yeah, but it's but the it's way, way that she, she communicates it. Mm-hmm. Like she be talking to her, like she be talking to him, like uh Tokyo China talked to, uh, talk to, damn, what's her name? Black China. Yes. Thank you. Right. No, Thank she you. talked to him the way Nick Young talks to his fiance. She's the female version of it. Like just always acting like any complaint inconveniences her and, you know, like it's, it's really ugly. And I understand why she don't get his dick hard no more. Cause she's fucking mean. And she always has been. Um, I'm not going to continue to talk about Rada and Michael Blackson. They don't need to be together. Yeah. They don't need to be together. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I, we haven't really had a deep dive into Styles and Ajua yet, so I'm kind of waiting on that. I know it's coming because it seems like each episode we're doing a deep dive into some couples. And so, you know, I'm I'm waiting on that. I don't know. Shamari and the nigga from Bell Bib, Ronnie DeVoe, um, they <laughs> shit got deeper. Why didn't they discuss this when they were on Real Housewives of Atlanta? That would have kept that would have got her a peach. Mm-hmm. That would have got her a peach that she felt mad. They decided to have an open relationship, and she it was the one end up falling in love with another woman and moving out. Now, that see, was that peach was, worthy. That was juice, juice, peach juice, <clears throat> if you will. Hello, you you see you see me knock a friend, let me in. 
you, like you, I know you would have made more money on Housewives of Atlanta than VH1 Couples Retreat. <laughs> right, no shade, but <laughs> <laughs> why'd you leave all that out, sis? Right. Wish that wish 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 that wrong break begs the question. Like, how do y'all choose the storylines? Is it y'all or is it production? Because if it's y'all and y'all chose not to put this on Atlanta, that's shame on y'all. But if y'all wanted to, and then Andy and team say, no, nah, well, I got a problem with Andy because, bitch, this is this is this, this the type of shit we live for. So I want to um, know the process. <laughs> I just, mm-mm. um, I wish y'all had push that storyline when y'all were on Atlanta because I feel like you would still be there because that is something to discuss and something to talk about um especially since especially since only how many couples on the show are are married now who Candy and Sonya Richards Ross Uh, everybody else single yeah that's it so while I'm not being funny and saying we shouldn't have some single women on these housewives shows it should be majority housewives. I mean, it's literally in the show talk. And then a few single girls. I mean, and not even being funny here, that would have got you a, a more deserved piece than giving it to fucking Marlo. Who is giving nothing? Marlo ter- gave more when she passions. was a Marlo gave more when she was a friend of the show. And that's all she needed to be. She is giving nothing as a peach holder. Nothing. She ain't giving nothing. She ain't, she ain't giving uh she ain't she ain't, Marlo ain't even giving Pope. She's giving nothing. Um, but yeah, back that was all I had for VH1 couples retreat. Like I I do actually enjoy the season, but I feel like seeing Rada and Michael Jackson Blackson with the same issues that they had. <laughs> That they had last season, that shit is annoying. Like, I don't think they needed to be here with their same old issues. And a, an engagement ring didn't don't fix that. The ring don't mean a thing. Because he wants to have an open relationship. And now you want to close the relationship. I don't know what you want us to do with this. Yeah. Y'all don't need to be together. It's a <clears throat> consensus. Yeah, and I don't know how many times we can say that. So unless y'all come with something new, it's just going to be Rada, Michael Blackson, move on. It's just going to be Rada crying about him having a, a, a side bitch one, one weekend a month that he can't feed or give water to. He just got to fuck her and kick her out on the street. Man, I can't even get a bitch a happy meal. Lord Jesus. You can't even give a bitch no, no, no sparkling water without <laughs> this bitch losing her goddamn marbles. Damn, your pussy can't sparkle and meet within the water. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> love and marriage, DC. Love and marriage, DC. I had to get some notes out for love and marriage, DC. So let me tell you. Initially, I said, you know what? Love and marriage, DC, is not giving much. And then one of, one of the people that I talk the show with on Twitter. Um, she made a good point. She said, don't give up on it yet because Huntsville has set the bar very high for in your face drama. Mm-hmm. And we, any love and marriage um, franchise we get, 
we're going to go in looking for Huntsville level drama. But in the real yeah. world, not all people have that level of drama in their lives and their circles. And so I watched it this morning with a with that lens on that there. And I noticed there is absolutely drama starting to bubble to the surface of these marriages and of these friendships. I also feel like <clears throat> I also feel like um initially it didn't give because they put so from a marketing standpoint they put so much emphasis and spotlight on Monique and as we talked about in the pregame and I've seen you talk about on Twitter and even myself watching it making Monique the focal point from a marketing standpoint I understand why but ultimately I feel like it's biting them in the butt for uh, expectations and just to show itself because gonna keep it a buck gonna keep it real uh Monique and her shit is not that quite interesting. If anything, it's just showing you kind of a bitch. <laughs> you just but, was more tolerable. Oh, go ahead. No, I agree with you, actually. She is kind of a bitch. She is kind of insufferable. Um, yeah. But I think that's why Carlos King did what he did. And I think Monique, if anybody played herself, because I do believe Carlos King absolutely wanted this version of Monique for this show. Mm. But all of the ladies on Potomac are so much meaner than Monique that she always looked like people were coming at her. And yeah. this, and in, and in certain instances they were, but overall she was, you know, more tolerable than to than a degree. Her castmates. Than they were. Yeah. Now she is the, you know, you know, Which, like I said, from the marketing, they, she's they've made her the focal point, and it's showing that, yeah, no, you're not that girl, Monique, for real. You really not. <laughs> yeah. Which so we're gonna get into it. Um, Jamie Tyler and his wife Raina, that man is a dingbat, and I am so so very bothered that he wants his son to learn how to DJ more than he wants his son to have life skills and be able to live independently. That yeah. is fucking weird to me. And I don't care how you spin it. And if you don't watch the so show, Jamie Tyler, I think is like a DJ. And then his, he has his wife, Raina, but they have multiple children, but I believe their youngest son has some um, developmental disabilities mm-hmm. is what it comes across as. And yeah. his wife, so the son's name is Jason. Jason and his mom are trying to get him into a program that teaches people with developmental disabilities how to live independently, provides them with the life skills to live independently, um, teaches them how to go out, how to fill out like job applications, how to interview, how, yeah. you know, things like that. Because yeah. to me, Import- it seems that stuff. he is pretty high functioning. Like he does his laundry. He knows how to do things. He's real heavy into tech. He says that he would like an opportunity to work for Apple as some form of tech support. And the husband, the dad, Jamie, he is upset about it. And you know what his, what pissed me off, friend, his reasoning? Well, DJs get girls and they make money and they get women. What? You know, which, which, 
Sidebar, you know, and topical being that this is Pride Month. Uh, first of all, I have a Pride Month, everybody. Um, you know how, you know, they always talk about, you know, pushing, you know, the, pushing the gay agenda on kids and pushing all this sexuality stuff on kids whenever we talk about anything, even remotely queer or, you know, questioning or non-binary or trans. They always talk about that, right? But here you have... A, a man, a grown ass man, quite literally pushing heterosexual tropes on his own on his child. Funny how that. Funny how we don't call it that when it's when it's heterosexual stuff being pushed. Because funny how we, funny because, how we don't call it an agenda then. Absolutely, because while Jason is twenty one, developmentally he's probably around fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, he's on right? the spectrum. He's on the spectrum. He does not have the the mental capacity of somebody who is 21 and older. And so the reason for wanting your son to DJ is because he can make money and get girls because girls don't want to be around somebody that's broke. Why don't you want your son to have independent living skills? Not only do women not want somebody that's broke, they don't want somebody who cannot do for themselves. Like, like what kind of Neanderthal ass? And if if the tables was turned and their daughter was their had the issues their son has, they would not be pushing her to become a DJ so she could pull niggas. Let's like let's be crystal fucking clear about that. I just it, it, and I appreciate. Yeah, he and Neanderthal. I appreciate his daughter speaking up and saying, I think I would know who I am and what I want to do in life if I hadn't spent so much of my time trying to please y'all and do what y'all wanted me to do. So I know I, that's motherfucking right. She said, I respect my brother and I support my brother in speaking up and saying, I don't want to do this. I want to figure out my own path. Which also, that's another... The tech industry is going to continue the tech industry. Yeah, which also, this, uh, again, this is how you know niggas is dumb. <laughs> Men are dumb. Because, like, nigga, he can do both. He can quite literally, if anything, he can combine the tech and the DJing. Let's be, let no, let's take it a step f- further. He's not going to become an overnight success as a DJ. It is not going to be a fly-by-night thing. I saw that. And even even with your cosign and your stamp of approval, and even if he get DJ Quick's cosign and stamp of approval, he is not going to become a world-renowned DJ over fucking night. He has a better chance of making good money and money that he can use to sustain himself and get out in the world and live independently working for Apple as an Apple Care specialist than he would trying to become a DJ. Let's be let's call it thing a thing. But to show you how high functioning Jason is, he is able to make these decisions for himself. He is able to logically reason through them. And I think his wants and his needs and his demands should absolutely be respected by his father. Because he did not say anything that didn't have logical reasoning behind it. 
No, mm-hmm. he don't need to live in his parents' house for the rest of his life. He can have a good job by, by working for Apple. Getting into this program and learning how to live independently and learning how to balance a budget and grocery shop, all of those things work to him becoming the man that he wants to be. So I applaud him for that. And it goes to show you that whatever Raina is doing as a parent, and I'm not going to even say, Jamie, I'm not going to say he's a bad dad, but he seems like he's one of those parents that cares more about his kids following his dreams than them following their own. Because at least two of his children has said he forces them into things that they never really wanted to do. Mm. So I, I commend Raina for how she has been working with Jason because it took a lot of courage to stand up for yourself in front of your whole family. That's a big deal. That boy going to be all right. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. We rooting for you, Jason, for sure. Also, speaking of Jamie and Raina, they're not having sex. And if he carries on with her the way that he carried on with the with his son talking about DJing, I see why she don't want to fuck him. And then when they went on that um, double date with um, DJ Quick and Ashley, and, oh, we, let's rewind. So she went to sit down with Winter and get to know Winter. And Winter was like, you know, I know a sex therapist. And, you know, I can refer you. And maybe it'll help jumpstart your sex life again. And while they're on this double date, Jamie is like, why, why is she telling our business? And why that he wanted them old school niggas that that want everything kept behind closed doors. But the fact of the matter is by keeping it behind closed doors, by not seeking help and counsel, both in your circle and both professionally, when, how do you think your intimacy problems will be fixed with your wife? Answer the, the, quickly, the cra- nigga. The, the, the crazy part is, he probably don't even think there's anything wrong with this sex life. To be well, honest. he do because he was like, "Well, I want to eat her box, but she don't let me eat it." First of all, you are sixty talking about she won't let me eat her box. <laughs> that's a pussy. That ain't a box. That's a that's a vagina. That's a pussy. Call it what it is. It ain't no box. It ain't even shaped like a box. <laughs> That would turn me off. And furthermore, if she doesn't like when you give her fillet, uh, give her cunnilingus, excuse me, you're probably not doing it so that it's pleasurable to her. Probably can't find the clip. Or are you probably too rough? That. So maybe you do need to go to this sex therapist so that y'all can get on to come to some common ground when it comes to intimacy. Because let me let me be honest. You know how bad you got to eat pussy for a woman to be like, I don't want you to do that to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm good. Let's I'm just good, get to the fucking. Put it in me. You're not, you're not doing it good. You're not doing it right. And that's just what it is. I don't know what you want us to say. I will tell you. I do. I am starting to really like DJ quick. Now, when it comes to how he handles business in his marriage, very, very ugly. But when it comes to him saying, get like when he was talking about uh, Jason, I want to be a DJ. I appreciate him coming directly out 
man to man and saying, if your son don't want to do that, he don't have to do it. Because if you try to force him to do it, he's not going to have fun. He's not going to be good at it. And you're going to further disrupt his social life because now people will be making fun of him for being bad at something that he never really wanted to do. And it could also build up vicariously through y'all's fucking kids and get you go figure out why your wife don't want you to eat her pussy instead of worrying about that boy trying to be a DJ. So you need to be DJing on your wife's pussy is what you need to be doing. On her click. If you can never mind. Yeah, you you need to you need you need need to be on the ones and twos. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, to Monique, Monique Samuels, this show is working against you. You are coming across like a mean girl, not, not necessarily to the other women, but to your own husband. Um, one of the things that I have had to learn being married and, and getting closer and closer every day to the 10 year mark is that sometimes things that I hold extremely important don't necessarily have the same priority level to Mike. And no, I'm not talking about the kids and I'm not talking about finances, but I'm talking about things that don't explode the household, right? You took a trip to Africa with your family and you are mad your husband didn't have some type of motherland revelation. Maybe that's not what he was there for. He could have purely been there to enjoy a once in a lifetime opportunity that so many people like him will never get to experience. Do you know how many people, how many black people in this country probably will never get an opportunity to go to Africa and enjoy it as a, and, and it'd be a vacation and you could take your spouse and you could take your kids and y'all could take your parents. And so many of us will never get that opportunity. So that alone is important to, to talk about, but you expected him to have some type of spiritual enlightenment. You motherfuckers, Monique, you are from New Jersey and Chris is from Alabama. Y'all like running y'all ass to the head. motherland thinking that the, the that the ancestors is going to enter y'all body and y'all spirits while y'all lay, living in a resort in the motherland. Well, girl, what? Like if you wanted that motherfucker to have an awakening, you should have took him to Salem. Not even being funny. Did y'all even go outside of tourist areas in Africa? Ooh, 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 ooh. talk about it. Because if we were to be honest, much like any other place when you visit where there's heavy, heavy tourist attractions and where tourists go, there are the the parts of where you are vacationing. That's where the real down homeness is at. And if you was from pictures and videos we saw where giraffes was popping their head in y'all window and you was able to feed them from your bedroom window and all that, y'all were not knee deep in the africa experience y'all were at where the tourists stay yeah you was in a tourist place you wasn't in the places where like we want to be real and serious for a minute you weren't in the places where colonialism and white people have you know down downtrodden people that look exactly like you if we were to be real and honest so the fact that you 
took your American ass over there and was in a tourist spot with your American ass husband and did and 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 mad that he didn't have like the 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 ancestral plane awakening that you did, which even that comes off performative as fuck, girl. You got a lot of goddamn nerve on me. You got and a I'm lot gonna, of nerve, and then and I'm gonna just be real with you. And then you gonna tell Chris that he has up a wall and only opens the door to let you in. He says you too have up a wall, and you say I know, but you been had yours up. At what? Let me. When it comes to relationships, not even just marriages, because I don't think you have to be married to talk about stuff like this. If your partner, if you feel they have closed themselves off to you, in what world does closing yourself off to them get them to open themselves up to you? Instead of being an essential oil slinging, unk, right, whole tapestries, ding bad of a bitch why don't you Damn. and chris <laughs> jesus right why don't you and chris wide hip ass just go to therapy <laughs> why don't y'all just professionally work through it <laughs> because there will come a time in every relationship it's every romantic relationship where there will be some friction because as humans we're constantly evolving and changing and sometimes those changes we got to figure how we can get them to meet in the middle with our partner who has also been evolving and changing. And it Instead, like, you were nasty like to Chris. Seemed like a Monique case, she regressing. Chris was begging Monique to talk to him. She giving him one word answer. She started acting just like a little kid. He's trying to ask about her mom. He's trying to figure out what's next. He's trying to continue the conversation. So he can meet her halfway and they can have a conversation. And she's like, no, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, we can stop filming. I don't know. It, uh, mm, yeah. Like, you can't be having all this conversation and trying to have all this good advice and shit for the next couple and the next person. And when your husband is trying to have the dialogue that you want him to have, because it's not necessarily what you want to hear, you shut down on him. That was very ugly. Chris was all but begging Monique to talk to him. Yeah, that was, that was. He started begging the producers to see if they could get her to get out of her head. Yeah. I, I, I said this in the pregame, and part of me feels like Chris and Monique do legitimately have some issues, and, you know, it's Monique Wilding. I do legitimately believe that some of it. But a part of me feels like Monique can't be this goddamn childish. You know what I'm saying? Like, a part of me feels like they got issues, but Monique is kind of hamming it up for the cameras a little bit. Because there's no way you this fucking childish and stupid, Monique. There's no way. At your big-ass age. Like, I'm, I'm utterly confused. I know we have talked about how sometimes Chris doesn't really present as a present and accounted for partner and parent in their in their marriage and their household, which is valid, which is valid. But in this instance, Chris was trying to do what you have asked him to do and you shut down because he didn't give you the answer you wanted. That is unfair. How he. Yeah. How he prioritized the trip to Africa and what enlightenments or what it meant for him those are his feelings to have and they do not have to mimic yours 
And also, again, kind of going back to what I was just saying, like, no normal person, well, hold on, Black people, I'm ta- this is an Africans only conversation. <laughs> like, no normal person is like, that upset that somebody doesn't feel exactly this good, the same as you because he, he didn't say that he didn't like the trip but he didn't have time i mean he didn't have a good time he just didn't feel the exact same you know spiritual connection or whatever not, that you need and not to be funny but if you needed to go all the way to africa to have a spiritual Ooh, enlightenment come on now you need to go sit on somebody's couch mm-hmm. let's talk about it you don't know enough about Africa. You did not go visit any places where the truly the true native people are. Like Jeremy said, the people who have been the most most affected by colonialism and and all and of those supremacy. things and white yeah. supremacy and bigotry. You didn't you were not in those places to be talking about spiritual enlightenment. You was at a tourist attraction, girl. Feeding fucking giraffes. And that's rabs, okay. You and that's okay. You can have fun doing that. But for you, if you had a spiritual enlightenment from that, good, that's your business. But to be reacting so harshly because Chris is not feeling the way that you're feeling, very it's weird, not normal. my girl. Not normal. Weird. It's weird, weird. It's giving weird. It, it's, it's too much. It's giving performative. The, the, hello. That's what it's given, if we used to be honest. It's given performance. Which Monique has had a problem with that for quite some time now, being performative as all hell. Yep. Absolutely. From that goddamn crying she did after that quote-unquote fight between her and Candace. Yeah. Talk about, I don't think I need to be here, Roger. Girl, it was not that fucking deep. What I will say is congratulations to Monique on getting that position at the radio station. Glad I don't live in D.C., though. (laughs) And, Monique, you are very stunning with dreads. Let me tell you, you are absolutely stunning with dreads. But, Mm -hmm. again, so glad that I don't. (laughs) Right. Listen, imagine... Imagine waking up to Monique at seven o'clock in that morning on your commute to work. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Acting all weird and shit about a trip to Africa where you stayed in a re- uh, an all-inclusive, probably, retreat. Mm. Like, girl, go Leave lay us down. alone. Please. Leave Chris alone, hell. <laughs> no, and get some professional help. I'm not, den- I'm not denying that y'all have some issues coming, bubbling up to the surface as y'all approach 10 years of marriage, but a trip to Africa was never going to fix that. Mm-hmm. Period. Now, on to the finale. Fucking love and marriage, Huntsville. Um, before we get to Marcel and Tisha, now, I want to talk about Tiffany going to Utah, Alabama to try to piece together this, the, the puzzle of who her parents were let me tell you something. <laughs> we are not far removed from lynchings when there were interracial couples. Now, while I still don't believe that Tiffany is younger than me, she says that she is younger than me. So I love how the way you 80, worded this. <laughs> in 87, 
in Utah, Alabama, in 1987 in Utah, Alabama, they were still talking about lynching people for being involved in interracial relationships. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. We're not Wait, talking. You say 87? 87. Four years before I was born. That's crazy. 87. I was all, me and Mike was already born. That is crazy. So in Utah, Alabama in 1987, they would still try to lynch you for being a part of an interracial relationship. Their schools were still segregated back then. And in, in, in the context was back then, which that's not that long ago. That's, that's not that far back then. We're talking about the 60s and 70s. That is crazy. That white man said when Utah, Alabama, when it became predominantly black, white people pulled their children from the schools and when it started private schools for their children. In the 67, in the 70s and 80s. I will be honest. I feel for Tiffany. Um, as somebody who knew of both of my parents, regardless of not having a close relationship with one of them, I know who I came from. I know who created me. I think sometimes that we take that for granted and that children who are adopted and, you know, they do have some stuff to reckon with as they get older. I agree. Absolutely. They do have things to reckon with. What I do want to do is say is that Tiffany's adopted parents are angels walking this earth. And the love and support they gave to Tiffany as she embarked on this journey. That's what parenting is. That's why I truly believe you don't have to birth a child to love a child. They love Tiffany and they only want to see her be made whole. And if figuring out who she came from, who birthed her would help her to be whole, they were all for it. So shout out to them. Shout out to Mel for going on the trip with her. And also shout out to Mel for falling asleep on her talkative ass. And I was glad to see that this wasn't an episode. You know, like it would have been so easy for, for the low hanging fruit to be Mel and Tiffany discussing the other women, Tisha, Destiny and so on and so forth on this drive. But that absolutely is not what we saw. And I'm glad that we didn't. Glad they found other things to discuss. Yes. That's I, what I will say. Man. Go ahead, friend. Now, I was going to say, um, this is what I've been staying with uh, Tiffany and Lurch, is that this is what they have been needing. Uh, give us something about them to talk about and care about. Yeah. Because this was good. This was. This was good. Um, Letitia and Wanda, y'all about to be the reason for my villain origin story. <laughs> every time I turn around, 
y'all are putting me in a position where I agree with Marceau and I'm tired. Absolutely. I agree that Marceau should not have given Wanda a dime for no food truck that didn't have a running engine or working engine in it. You want $40,000 and it's going to cost $40,000 in mechanic repairs. If you, if you are asking for $40,000, why not buy a fairly new food truck? Hello? Like Marceau said, what he's for what $40,000 supposed to do with this 1942 World War II mail truck? And Wanda talking about, oh, all we need is a battery. So it don't have a battery. The engine looks shot. If the engine shot, I'm sure the motor shot. If you ain't never seen it move, you don't know if the tires, what it needs, shock struts or whatever the fuck, brakes or whatever. I wouldn't be giving this bitch a dime. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I wouldn't be giving not only for this reason, but also just in general, I wouldn't be giving Wanda shit. But a middle finger. Which moves which moves go ahead and keep it a bug with you. Which moves us to so Tisha got on Marcel for saying you still considering doing business with Martel. And I agree, you shouldn't be considering doing business with Martel. Because when you were in business with Martel, you were primarily in business with Melody because Melody holds all the licensing. Right? You were never in business with Martel. You were in business with the Holtz, but primarily Melody Holt. Hello? Because in the words of uh, Maya Angelou, Melody had the license. Truly. But then she says, well, the Holtz tried to destroy our marriage. And this... Anybody who listens to the show knows that I've had a problem with Tisha saying this forever and a day. Nobody can ruin your marriage, but you and your husband. Mm-hmm. Nobody can put salt in y'all marriage ex- except for y'all two. Can't nobody ruin shit, but y'all two. And Marceau rebutted and your mom does as well. Cause she's always bringing you some, misinformation and you crying and boohooing and snotling sniffling and shit and i agree wanda has brought more rumors to tisha's footstep and doorstep than martel or melody ever have wanda goes searching for dirt to bring to tisha mm-hmm. and then they go to a Wanda taste testing. Let me tell you something. If Marceau is in fact cheating on that girl, I see why. Because it ain't no, <laughs> it ain't no way on fucking earth my family is going to sit up and be able to disrespect my husband and I sit there twiddling my fucking thumbs. And these the same motherfuckers who always got their money, they hand out asking us for some money when they need it. I don't give a damn how they feel about my husband. They're going to respect him in my presence, period. But Tisha, you are such a fucking coward that you allowed her, you allowed your people to sit up there and say what you was too coward to say to your own husband. 
That's why you allowed them to say it. Cause you should have nipped that shit in the bud. The, the first person who tried to say some slick shit about Marceau, because no matter what has happened, you have not caught him cheating on you. That we, and we say this all the time. Marceau is an asshole, but his business acumen is a one. Y'all are literal millionaires. Yep. Your husband got his hand in some of every fucking thing. The bag is always being brought home. You do not have to worry about robbing Peter to pay Paul. So for you to sit up there and let your family disrespect him like that, I absolutely see why if he cheating, he is cheating. Because you don't have his back in no capacity. You don't have his back against your mom. You don't have his back against your family. So what loyalty do he owe to you? That Because you damn sure don't have none to him. They set up in that man's face, called him cheap, cheaters, liars, scandals, skanks, skip, scaps, scallywags, hoes, dogs, pigs in the blankets, fruit loops, chew loops. What? And she sat there silent than a motherfucker. The way I would have got up in my uncle's face and said, listen here, unk. I don't care how, I don't care about none of that. That one there? Him? That man? Did I have, did I get in the bed with every night? Did I share three kids with him? You're not going to talk to him like that. Period. And if you think you are, we will be leaving. They talk about he cheap this. He not cheap because he won't invest in Wanda food truck. Wanda brought home a piece of fucking junk. A lemon. And think she going to squeeze Marceau for $40,000 to make lemonade. He could give her that $40,000 and I guarantee you she would need four more, 40 more to have a fully operational food truck. I mean, not only that, like, again, and I hate to be this simple about it. And I, well, I don't hate to be mean because fuck Wanda. Um, but like, I'm not investing in this goddamn um, hokey scam. Like, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not invested in no goddamn Wanda. You got me fucked up. So before we go, okay, before we go, we talked about all the malice in the palace down in Huntsville last week. Um, But I wanted to drive the point home a little bit more. First things first. Kids absolutely should be off limits. Minor children should be off limits, period. Two, it is very fucking harmful to release that type of information that Martell may not be their oldest daughter dad. That is like, if it is true, if it had any any validity to it or whatever, it was not Wanda's place to tell. Correct. Their oldest is old enough to get on the internet and see some of this shit going on. But God damn it, what upset me was you motherfuckers all but wanted to lynch Tiffany last season for bringing up monster vaping. Mm. Y'all was on that girl neck all fucking season long, the Scots was. Mm. 
y'all made sure to tell her every time how she was out of line for bringing up that situation. And -hmm. you motherfuckers have been church silent about Wanda speaking negatively again on Melody and Martell's children. Mm. As a matter of fact, I feel like Tisha and Marceau have been condoning it. I feel like they have been putting a battery in Wanda's back because Wanda don't care about being a bad guy, but they don't want to be looked at like that. Also, I feel like Melody do hold the key to they them being on that show as the executive producer. Yeah. Every person has been fucking quiet about that. The way y'all should have torn Wanda a new asshole publicly and privately, y'all should not have let up on Wanda because it was fucking mayhem when Tiffany brought up Monster Vaping and getting caught doing it. Yeah, and they got performative as all for They was performative as a motherfucker. We don't do kids. We don't discuss kids. We that could negative. No, nah, what, what was Maurice talking about? We don't want him to be looked at as a hooligan, nigga, for vaping, nigga. Yeah, we don't want his. We don't want his how people view him to be changed and da da da. But y'all been quiet about what Wanda has been saying about Melody and Martell's children, and to me, that is hypocritical. And that includes you, Kimmy and Maurice, because y'all were the most vocal about Monster being discussed in any capacity. Mm. And Destiny. You are living proof that Melody should have left you right in that trash can where you at because you keep keying with Wanda still to this day after she done said the shit she said, not about Mel's child, but your longtime good friend Martell's daughter. Mm. Ain't that what she been running around saying? Me and Martell been friends long before I knew Melody. He's one of my great friends. We got a long-standing friendship. And you kiki in with the bitch that was just talking, discussing the paternity of his daughter. Mm. Make it make sense, bitch. Which, if anything, now, which, if anything, and, you know, you can say a lot of things about Martell, uh, but he do, he don't, uh, he don't play when it comes to his kids. If anything, if I was Martell, I would be looking at her sideways, to be honest. Yeah, because because they Jalen's graduation party got ruined because Martell ran up on Wanda about talking about the, his goddamn kids, right? Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like they like they skip over there to forget about that, which just goes back to your point of like why, like uh about uh them condoning Wanda because yeah because I mean I do remember at that at that um. At that graduation, yeah, Tisha said something to Wanda, but it wasn't like really profound and, and and yeah she said something to her but then what the fuck she doing right back at the same type of shit so like what the fuck was the pumping I and would Mar- be extremely embarrassed to know that my mom gets on social media to berate belittle demean and disrespect black children who are black like my black ass kids I would be fucking mortified and fucking embarrassed I don't give a fuck what I may be going through with my friends or former friends, enemies, ops, whatever title we going by. 
I would be mortified that my mother feels like she has the license to sit on social media and demean somebody else's black children while they are living in a world that is already hard enough on them. You know how I've said that Tisha, I mean, uh, that Wanda is the mouthpiece that Tisha, that Tisha too- wish she was. I, we just said it. I, I yeah. told you, I think they but put I also a battery feel, in her back. I also feel like that extends to Marceau in certain situations. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And this, this, this being one of them. What I can say is I respect Mel because Mel is not playing frenemies with the Scots. She's not faking nice with Marceau and Tisha. She don't fuck with them. Period. Which is why we got on her ass last week about going to that housewarming, knowing she don't fuck with them like that. Yeah. She don't fuck with them. And especially it looks worse on you, girl, because you literally are executive producer. I feel like Marceau and Martel play frenemies, but they really can't stand each other and they too coward to say it with their chest like Mel does. Yeah. Because if the fact that you are not at all mortified and do not understand why they want this woman off the show after she has repeatedly made demeaning comments about their children, you you are you want it to be that way. You're condoning it. I don't I Wanda brings mess, but I feel like if if the the best you can do when you are trying to fight Tisha's battles is to talk negatively about minor children, you don't need to be on this fucking show. I mean, this is this is my issue with Wanda, personally. Is that does she bring mess? Yeah. And do you know we watch these reality TV shows and do we need somebody to bring the mess? You know. Absolutely. I don't think Wanda does a good job of it, though. That's my above everything. Also, in the fact that she's just a terrible bitch, but she don't do a good job of bringing the mess. Not only do she not do a good job, it's low hanging fruit that she's picking off social media. Yes. Also this, is, this is this is not you having no concrete proof and evidence of him doing your daughter wrong. This is you sitting in the blog, sitting in the IG comments and picking picking low-hanging fruit to bring back to your daughter. And so you're not even doing a good job at bringing mess. Yeah, you being a Reddit troll. True. Or, I, or, or in this case, I guess, you being a shade, uh, shade room troll. True. That's not, that's not being good at bringing mess. That's you, just you being weird. Because anybody could bring that mess. All right. We can make some mess up right now. We could go find a random woman on Instagram who lives in Huntsville, Alabama, and be like, word on the street is this Marceau new mistress. I mean, you're not doing nothing groundbreaking, Wanda. You haven't brought your daughter one piece of factual evidence with receipts that Marceau is cheating on her. So you're not even good at bringing a mess. And then you putting people's kids into it. You a you a loser. You a low life. You a scumbag. So uh, you know, fuck you and fuck that, and honestly, fuck Marceau, Marceau and Tisha, because their silence says quite a bit to me. It absolutely does. 
And I don't have loyalty for people who, who do that type of stuff to kids. So if your loyalty, if you giving your mama blind loyalty, you as, te- you as terrible as she is, because I absolutely would got, would get on live and say, I do not condone the things that my mother has said and continues to say about Melody and Martell's children. And while we may not be friends and we may not be in a good space, I love your children the way that I love mine. And I do not believe that anybody, especially anybody within our circle, should be speaking negatively about our children in any capacity. Kids are off limits always have been and always will be the fact that they have said nothing of the sort they wanted Wanda to do what she did they they wanted that so they, they either want her to do it or don't care that they do it which is it is and honestly if they don't care that that's worse for my opinion exactly exactly well that's it y'all mm-hmm. it's gonna get messier next week when kiki show up and Kiki and uh, Kiki Keisha, and we damn, don't get into it. Kiki and that damn side, too. Oh, my God. Bye, everybody. <laughs>